Welcome to the Mother Forkin' Podcast. Mother Podcast. Where we feed you some real shit on parenting. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, you beat me. <laughs> hey, Megan. How are you? Doing good. Hello, Welcome. listeners. Oh, yep. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Mother Forking Podcast. Yes. God, that was our yeah. best one yet. Getting way better at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, guys. Yeah. So today we are talking about a pretty heavy topic. Um, so we're not going to start it off with our lighthearted, funny stuff um, and then just jump into this topic. But yeah. we've been wanting to talk about this for so long. Um, miscarriages. Yep. Miscarriages and today. Because it's something that a lot of people don't talk about. A lot of people don't know about. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it is a very common thing. Yeah, and it's just often left in the dark sometimes, and it's what we need to talk about for those that go through it or might or may, um, they need that healing. So we're here with the special guest, Maria Richmond, uh, who is a friend and client of mine who I adore, so I'm excited to have her here, but she uh, is going to get into the topic with us and go through her experience. Yep. So, so can't wait to, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so yeah, before uh, we get into the topic, um, Megan and I would just like to share kind of miscarriage and what it is and a little bit deeper into it. Like uh, we said, it's something that we just, it's just not openly discussed because it's very personal. It's deep. Uh, it's often scary. Uh, people feel alone, but that's why we're here uh, to discuss it so that, you know, there is ways to get comfort and yeah, yeah. Move on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and it's known that uh, 10% of known pregnancies end in miscarriage, which is crazy. And one doctor, when I was researching this, um, had said that she believes that the number is likely higher. Um, she says a lot of them even happen before women realize that they're mm-hmm. even pregnant, Just which crazy, is crazy. Right? Because like, I thought about when I read that, I was like, shit, so I could have had that and mm-hmm. not even known. Mm-hmm. Not even known. So it's just, it's insane to me. Um, but she tells her patients that they are very common and up to a third of women will experience a miscarriage at some point in their lives. Just, yeah. well, a third. And here we are, one, two, three of us. And yeah. here we are, yeah. Maria's gone through it. So, Maria, thank you very much yeah. for coming on and talking about this. I know obviously it's a not an easy topic to discuss, but really appreciate you being here. And uh, hopefully, even if you can reach out to one of our listeners yeah. and to help them get through this yeah, and to know that they're not alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Um, why don't you tell me, tell us our listeners a little bit about yourself and then um, how far along you were when this happened and then we can kind of get right into it. Well, of course my name is Maria Richmond and I own the business all team bash with my husband. Uh, it's a, car event for the community and their families. I'm a mother to a little boy, Julian, who is six, and a teenager who is 14. Um, What's her yeah. name? Alyssa. Alyssa. Yeah. So um, it's pretty cool being a mom um, and, you know, just watching them grow and learning a lot uh, from them and just, yeah, just. That's awesome. So it's awesome that you, even though you had a miscarriage. Actually, you've had two miscarriages. Yes. 
So even though you've had these miscarriages, you still have had two successful pregnancies. Yes, but not without either concern from doctors or with, um, I guess. Um, I'm sure those battles within yourself. Yeah, yeah, just unknown. kind of, yeah, un the unknown aspect of it and just trying to fully enjoy pregnancy for what it is, but also in the back of your head, you know, kind of thinking about the possibilities of things. Doubt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and it sucks too, because I sort of feel a little bit guilty for the feelings I felt. Like I hated being pregnant. I hated everything about it. I was reflecting actually last night and I'm like, I think the only thing I liked about it was my second trimester when I felt the most energetic um, and my skin was amazing and my boobs were huge. I think that's the only <laughs> thing I liked about being pregnant. Um, but then I also hate expressing that because I want to be sensitive to people like you who've been through the miscarriages and who yearn to like be able to carry out a successful healthy pregnancy or mm -hmm. like yearn to be able to even get pregnant and a lot of women can't do that mm -hmm. so I'm just like ah but so you got pregnant first with Alyssa yes and that was a successful obviously it was pregnancy. successful um but I was put on bed rest from the moment I went to the doctor and she um you know checked me and checked her. Um, I was already diagnosed with uh, incompetent cervix or short cervix. So when the cervix should be long so that your baby is uh, carried full term, but in my um, experience, it's short. So not a lot of movement or exercise or any of that stuff. Um, and you pretty much just lay around. You have to just, that's gotta be hard. It, yeah. it was hard. I couldn't be active. I was a runner. Um, I and couldn't do that. Young, right? I, yeah. So. I was 20 years old. So, I mean, yeah, it really prevented like, me what? from doing much. Yeah. I pretty much ate and watched TV, um, which is, it could be, you know, seen as something amazing, but in this, <laughs> in this aspect where I wanted to like, you know, experience pregnancy, like I had seen on movies yeah, or with other all people. The glamour that yeah. Yeah. I couldn't experience that. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. from then, um, so yeah, I was put on bed rest with her and, um, delivery. I delivered, yeah, good. I delivered her fine. Um, I was induced with her and yeah, the delivery was fine. And I was so thankful for that. And two years later we tried again and I found out that I was pregnant and we were really excited cause I, I'd always, I I'm from a big family. So we had always wanted a lot of kids. Um, and the first miscarriage happened, I had gotten sick and I wasn't aware that um, if your body's not healthy, you know, it may complicate things. Sick with what? Flu? I ended up having bronchitis. Okay. Um, yeah. So we were actually out of the city. Um, we were at a car event for a different occasion and um, I had already, you know, known that I was pregnant at the time, but I just was feeling under the weather. Um, just I felt like I had a cold or something, you know, bronchitis, you just feel really shitty. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt like I had a fever, but I, like I said, I mean, just people, there was no cause for concern, Yeah, you know, that I, that I was aware of. Um, and miscarriage, when a woman, woman gets pregnant anyway, you're not like, oh, I'm going to, I might have miscarriage. Right, you right. never think of that, yeah, especially you, you said yeah, too. You think you're going to be able to just do the regular things that you do yeah. in life and, um, Apparently I was it. sick and I woke up the morning of the event that we were supposed to go to and it was like my period and I, I didn't think anything of it. I know that some people bleed um, when they're pregnant. I had read it. My doctor had told Apparently me. I 
And um, but I felt shitty, and I, I I didn't have any worry, but I knew that I needed to get some medicine to get better. Because um, so you were I, still concerned about your bronchitis. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I I feel shitty, so I need to go to the doctor. My uh, OBG was not available, so I went to some place I can't like remember where it was. Something. Yeah, like a clinic, and. Um, you know, she identified it. Yeah, you have bronchitis. You know, you're obviously sick, and we're going to give you a Z pack. And I was like, "Well, I'm pregnant, so is there an alternative?" And I, how far along were you at that point? Like twelve weeks. Okay. And um, so that's still she's pretty like, far, yeah. "You, you are." And I'm like, "Yeah." And she was like, "Um," and they at, at that point they had already done like the blood work and stuff like that. Um, so they would have saw that. Yeah, and she was like, "You're not pregnant." And I'm looking at my husband oh, like, my "Okay, we know we were pregnant." I can tell that I'm pregnant and she's yeah. like, no, you're not pregnant. Um, and I kind of didn't believe her. Um, but mm -hmm. I, you know, took, brought the medicine with me and I had it checked up with my own OBG and she's like, you're not pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, man, if I had just, you know, you start took care of the yeah. sickness sooner or, you know, notice signs sooner than, um, and you had already gone to your OB prior to, and she confirmed the pregnancy <laughs> and everything. Yes. And then here you are after being sick, you go back to her and she's like, you're, you not, you're not. Right. Pregnant. Yeah. After I went to the clinic, then I went to right. my own just to confirm, like, maybe they messed up. Yeah. Maybe when you're sick, it just kind of throws things off. And she was like, no, you're, you don't have a baby anymore. And it was, I was like in denial, like, that doesn't make any sense. And, and then of yeah, course I disbelief. felt really bad, like man, why'd you have to get sick? Like, why did you? Yeah, you so start... you had guilt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just feel really yourself. guilty. Like, man, I'm trying to do everything that I can, but you got sick, you know? So was it at that time that you woke up and saw blood and everything that you, that's when you lost the baby? I believe so, yes. yes. So did you have to do anything? Like, what was the rest of the process? Like, did you have to do anything? No, um, usually if it's, it just depends on the person and what, comes out. Yeah. Um, sometimes they have to have a DNC. Mm -hmm. For both of mine, I did not have to. Everything came out on its own. Um, yeah. So what I've learned too is that um, I'm sure somewhere along you doing your regular checkup at that clinic um, with blood work, they can check your hormone levels for mm -hmm. pregnancy. Mm -hmm. yeah. So usually if the levels are going really, really low or they're almost back to non-pregnancy right. levels, they're assuming that there's nothing right. remaining right. of, you know, unfortunately the baby um but usually it's whenever you have those high pregnancy levels they're concerned that you could possibly still have tissues right. or you know yeah. things of the baby so that's yeah. probably yeah yeah Crazy. so okay now bring us through your feelings of this <laughs> moment you really it, she confirmed it your ob confirmed it like you're not mm -hmm. pregnant and then what i was really oh. mad really mad um obviously really sad <clears throat> i i couldn't stop crying um, I just felt bad that I had gotten sick, which yeah. is not something that you can really yeah. prevent. You're um, mourning it like a death. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like, you know, what could I have done differently? Um, and did y'all tell a few people that you guys were expecting? Yeah, we told my, our close family. I told my friends, I mean, it was an exciting time. This whole like wait three months, it didn't exist yeah. back then. Yeah. You told them, yeah. I mean, even, I mean, you just, you told them right away, you know, um, I had no reason not to share the good news. Yeah. Um, so, of course, I had to tell people, and immediately they kind of were like, you know. They don't know and, what to tell and, you. Yeah, and then some people would say it's just some some dumb stuff, you know, like. Um, like inconsiderate. And, and, and I could see, like, where they were coming from, 
but I can totally see why I would never say it to somebody else. Yeah. Um, one of the phrases was everything happens for a reason. Mm. Like nobody wants to hear that. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me that. Let me come mm -hmm. to that, you know, on my own. On my own. Yeah. Or um, <clears throat> maybe something was wrong with the baby and this, you know, took care of it. So you didn't have to deal with it. Wow. Let me deal with that on my own. Um, yeah. Um, wow. People don't think sometimes. No. Um, or well, this is just, this is what happens. So how did that process happen? Was it one by one? Like, oh, are you still pregnant? Or is it like, did you guys decide to call family? And um, I, I know think, it's such a hard time. Yeah. You're grieving and you're like, you're, I don't want to deal with that. You're grieving and you're telling people because they ask, you know, how are you feeling? And so it's like a constant reminder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then you just have to be like, you know, we lost it. And then. And then it's awkward. Yeah. Like, and then okay. they're like, shit. Yeah. So I remember somebody, I had got pregnant the second time and they didn't know that I had miscarried the first time. So this is pregnant the third so this time. Was, so this was the second time that I had gotten pregnant. Yeah. But they, I wasn't, I hadn't miscarried yet. And they, you know, were like, well, how's, and I was like, I don't want to tell them that I lost that one. Yeah. Like, yeah. we'll just, we just won't fill them in with that. Cause I don't want to have to go through all that drama with so them. So what was some of the things that kind of shed some good light for you to even attempt having a third, you know, or going through this again, like anything that you went through that you remember that was just like what you held on to and. I just really wanted a baby. And that was, I think, I felt like that was enough. I felt that should have been enough. The and desire then, should have been enough. And then how soon after did you get pregnant with your, the third time? Yeah. It was like six months later. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you just, you guys were just like, no protection. We know that we're just doing this to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Got it. And, but I want to ask you too. So you had been on bed rest the entire time for your first pregnancy. Yes. And then with your second, did you even think, oh, I should probably be on bed rest because of what I went through my, with my first? I had short cervix, like all this stuff. Were you even concerned about that? I was, um, but my doctor, they didn't communicate any of that with me. Oh, did you have the same OB? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, not the, not with the first one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So this different. was, yeah, this was a whole new, uh, yeah, a whole new um, OBG. And the reason why I switched was because... Um, we were struggling to get pregnant. So I was like, let Got me it. find somebody else who's going to be like, okay, yeah. you know, let's start get fresh, other, yeah. yeah, let's get other options. But, but your new OB for your second pregnancy knew that you had a shirt. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. You have to, okay. uh, we sent all the files over. So they were up to date okay. on my health and all that stuff. Right. Um, and no, she just was like, you know, we're going to take it easy. Mm -hmm. um, I think she just kind of wanted to, she had said that she, she had um, delivered successful babies who also had short services, uh, whose yeah. mothers, you know, had the incompetent cervix. So she really wasn't trying to put fear into me. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, she kind of wanted, let's just see how it is. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So you get pregnant a third time, six months later, after your so this is, first yes. miscarriage. Yes. And then you're pregnant for how long? About, I believe I was 13 or 14 weeks. Okay. The day you found out you're pregnant, you were like, all right. But then were you also yeah, scared sure. out of your mind because of what just happened to you six months prior? Yes. For this time, we were, we weren't even telling anybody that we were trying. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about it with my husband's mother and they were in, we were at their house and I was like, I feel like I'm pregnant. I don't know. And so we actually drove to... Um, the grocery store got a pregnancy test and took it at the house. Like, and mm -hmm. I came out and was like, I'm pregnant. And everybody was like super excited. And, um, I did, I, I did share it, um, again, but obviously like everybody was, you know, they so were, on the, yeah, like, yeah. let's just see how this goes. 
Um, but I didn't go and tell a whole bunch of people this time. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait yeah. until, um, you know, I know for sure that I, I can say something. Yeah. And so how did, how did this, you know, second time? This happen? one was traumatic. <laughs> um, I was at home. Uh, David was at work and I was just laying in the bed and I had to go to the bathroom and I started feeling nauseated and blood mm. on my nightgown and everything. And I call him and I'm like, a big thing just came out of my oh, private, like, what do I do? And he's like, call your doctor, you know? And I'm like freaking out and I'm calling her and she's, you know, describe it, you know, like, do you want to yeah. keep it? And I'm like, I, I, I can't do that, you know? Um, and I go and wow. see her and I don't have to have another DNC. They check me and everything and I don't have to have another DNC, which I... I'm kind of glad that I didn't because I feel like I'd probably be traumatized yeah. um, with that. Um, and you were 14 weeks, you mm-hmm. So you tell us, like, how you're feeling. Are you feeling, like, just completely defeated now? I mean, this- yeah, at this point, I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's not meant to be. Maybe, maybe you know, uh, you're just not meant to have more than one kid. And then I felt bad that. I wanted more kids. Like, can you not just be appreciative of the one that you already have? Um, But I think it's okay to yearn for another child while you have another child. You know, I feel like I have a lot of love to give. So, Um, but I was, I was really hard on myself and I would say that the depression. um, So you did experience. Oh yeah, of course. Cause yeah. I mean, you're, you're pregnant, so you're going through the same mm-hmm. hormones and mm-hmm. it's, it's complicated. It's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I'm pregnant here and I'm getting teary eyed. Cause I'm like, mm. it's a lot to process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, um, I don't wish it on anybody. It was probably one of the hardest things that I had to go through, um, as a woman feeling alone. Yeah, because you're like, what's wrong with my body? What's mm-hmm. wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And back to back mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so how did you bounce back from that? Like, how did you, again, you're mourning it like a death. So mm-hmm. this is your second one within six months. And how do you how do you reel in from that? I allowed myself to go through all the emotions. I got real angry. I got angry at people who I knew who... We're having kids. We're having kids, and who I felt maybe shouldn't have any kids. (laughs) Um, I felt really pissed off at the world when I would read stories of people who killed their kids. You know, why, universe, God, whatever, why didn't you give me that baby type Mm -hmm. of thing? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I was angry. I was real angry that that it didn't just happen. Like the desire alone just wasn't enough. Um, so yeah, I had to go through the, like I said, I had to go through the grief, um, the stages of grief of anger, sadness, madness, um, denial, denial. denial. Yeah. yeah. Guilt. Um, and then the realization that my body may not be able to produce any more babies mm-hmm. and that that's hard. Um, that was hard to. Sorry, mm-hmm. how old were you at this point when you, when this happened? You were twenty three. Okay, yes. all right. Yeah. So just, I had always wanted babies at a young age. Yeah. Like I had always wanted it. Yeah. Um, and like, why isn't this happening? Like this is, you know. And but the thing is too is like it's crazy because a lot of people are like, oh, when you know when I miscarried, I was 
30 something. Mm -hmm. I was 40 something. Mm -hmm. You don't care that you're 23 and you have a miscarriage, let alone two back to back. So I was young and I'm like, what? I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. I've got a great doctor. I'm, you know, taking my vitamins. I'm doing everything. And I just don't understand why everything is just not lining up for me. Um, So Mm -hmm. you still wanted, sorry, you still wanted more kids after this. And then at this point, were you like, did you wait a while before you guys started maybe trying again? Or were you just like, screw it, I'm done? Or So the both of the miscarriages happened in 07. And there was a long period where I wanted to get my tubes tied. I um, didn't want to go through it. I I mean, even thinking about sex and that it may lead to pregnancy, like it was just yeah, it was well, just too let's much. Let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. What did it do for your marriage? Mm-hmm. Like, and how did how was it, he affected? Yeah. Well, he yeah. you know he obviously wasn't pregnant, um, so he was looking from the outside. Yeah. So I would cry. I isolated myself. Um, so you felt very alone. I felt very alone, even though he's like the most supportive person. It, it just wasn't enough words for anybody, let alone my husband, to give me comfort. Like, but you don't understand, you know. And, but I love you and we'll keep trying if you want to try. And, you know, this doesn't mean that you shouldn't have more kids. And, and it just wasn't, it wasn't helpful. Um, but I guess the one thing that was so helpful was that he just, he remained there. A lot of tragedy, a lot of stuff that sometimes can bring couples apart. Um, it, it didn't, it didn't, yes, it drove us together. And (laughs) I would say that our love, I guess, grew from it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And so he saw that you were sad, mm-hmm. um, but he was just still there for you 100%, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. I mean, he just listened. Yeah. Do you think he was sad too, though, even though he didn't have that bond, that connection that women really do with their babies because until, you know. So yeah, long. I do. And he told me years later, um, and I think maybe part of it, I'm thinking about it now, is maybe he didn't want to take away yeah, and just, be like, well, I'm hurting too. Yeah, when I was I the freaking one that went through yeah. the physical, you know, part of it. For you. So I think he, I think a little bit was he didn't want to take that away from me, like me warning. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that, and he has said, like, I was sad too, mm-hmm. you know. And I, uh, I'm probably sad for you too mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that he what couldn't is, give me, yeah, you know, well, what he thought, you know, like, yeah. well, what am I doing wrong? Like, why can't I? Did he or you ever think that it was? The other way around. Yeah, like there's something maybe there, wrong. There was a moment we were in the office and um, <laughs> the lady, we're talking about the um, getting my fallopian tubes, my fallopian tubes flushed and some other things that, you know, we could do. And we had read like no coffee, no um, tidy whiteies, you know, yeah, and, crazy like, what he oh, can do. For his yeah, sperm. because yeah. I was like, maybe it's you, That's you know, funny. and he's like, no, whatever, you know. But we actually didn't get to that part. We never... Um, we never had him checked out um, because we knew that it was my, I mean, that was kind of a dead giveaway that it yeah. was my body that was having the issues. Um, so for this fourth time coming, um, did you guys ever think like maybe it's time to see a specialist and fertility is like, you know, um, maybe adopting an option or like, you know, cause you went through a lot. You went through deciding I don't want kids to, but I still love kids. Right. Well, I first had to come to the realization that I had uh, infertility, which is not something that you want to admit. Like there is something wrong with my body. um, It's how we look at it or, you know, that it's not able to, you know, give me any more babies. So I had to come to the realization that I may need outside help with it. Um, 
so I educated myself on it and I went back to my doctor, um, uh, my doctor and I, I told her what I wanted to do and she was down for it. She was like, yeah, let's do the, um, fallopian tube flush. And that's where they, um, put iodine in your fallopian tubes to see if anything is clogged. Um, and if it's clogged, then they do surgery or whatever. And if not, then you're good to go. And of course they flushed out completely. And so we could cross that off and say, that's not that, you know, she showed me my fallopian tube x-ray and she said, you look good. You know, um, we think the, the issue is the cervix. Um, and then at one point she said, you know, you may not get pregnant. And I had to deal with that. I had to be okay with that. I had to say, man, like, how do I make peace with that? And I was slowly making peace with that. Um, you know, I was sleeping with my husband, but I kind of had the freedom of, oh, well, we're not going to get pregnant, you know? Um, and uh, in 2000 and 2010, 2011, I decided to, um, I'm adopted. So I decided to look into adoption. Um, and we found a place to go to and we set up orientation. Um, and it was a few months. It was like once a week that we went and we just pretty much learned about the, um, foster care system for Texas and we were ready. We were ready. Foster um, to adopt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, foster <clears throat> to adopt. Um, if you do like private adoptions and stuff like that, it's, it's a little bit more complicated. Um, there's a little bit more like there's different stuff that you have to deal with. Um, but yeah, so with the fostering to adopt, it was it was kind of creepy. Uh, we were able to fill out a paper and say what kind of child we wanted. Um, ethnicity. Um, boy or girl siblings the age and then you can level of disability yeah the special needs of the child yeah and the reason is this just for the foster to adopt or is this also for adoption i I believe it's for adoption adoption as well yeah i I follow some people online and uh, they wanted children specifically with um or they the first adopted kid was with albin how do you say that albinism uh being albino yeah Yeah. and then so they wanted their second to be also albino so they feel connected so you can choose yeah Yeah. so we wanted um Mm -hmm. that's cool i mean obviously we were open for anything but we we wanted um infant to three months i wanted something young yeah um and then we were open to the race um we didn't care as long as because you guys are in a biracial issue yeah yeah my husband's white and I mix with a whole bunch of stuff. And so it's like, whatever, you know, we'll take whatever. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's what we did. So, so that's a lot to process. Yeah, dude. I, I, I don't even know where to begin. So is, is that process like timely? Is it costly? Oh Lord. And nobody tells you that easy either. Yeah. No, it costs money. You have to have inspections on your house. Um, you have to get physicals done. You have to get people that are not family related to write letters saying why you should adopt. Um, So it's work. You have to set your house up for it. Yeah. You get a home study for this. Mm -hmm. They interviewed Alyssa. They interviewed David. They interviewed us together to make sure like we both were on the same page. Um, I was like, dang, like, why is it so complicated? Um, so you guys were just like at this point you come yeah. to peace. We're like we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna adopt. Kid, That's maybe. how we're gonna expand. Yeah, we'll we'll expand it this way. Amazing. We're totally in for that. Um, 
And right before I was, uh, I, it was pretty much close to when I was certified by the state is when I found out I was pregnant. Oh, wow. a, a fourth time. Yes. Fourth time. And I was like, <clears throat> what? Opened up the package and everything. our was certificate was in there. <laughs> yeah, our certificate was in there, certified by the state. And then it was so shortly how long, after. How long was that time frame to get certified by the state? Probably about a year. A year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you've got to, I mean, we had to get the house inspected. So you have to have that money to yeah. get your house would you say inspected. That, would you say that time period was stressful? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've had moments of crying. David, David was working and I was at home. And I remember just being frustrated and crying and feeling like I was losing it, losing and, my and mind. And how old was Alyssa at this time? Because you have, what, a young child still. Yeah, she was seven. Seven, so wow. Seven. So yeah. she's, you have to also go through the process of teaching her that well, mom and dad are going to probably bring. Yeah, that a new, a new kid new is going to come in, and... attention's going to be shifted. Um, it's going to be So how was she during that process? She was totally for it. She awesome. She's a lovable person. So she was, she was ready to have yeah she was um and you have to set up the room um because our because it was zero to three we had to have a room that had a bed in it and that also had a crib in it um set up so the whole thing so you needed to get wow yes yeah and so at any moment they can call you and say hey we've got kids do you want this kid or not so you can just take them and go Mm -hmm. wow yeah they're literally like brought out of their the home and how many so they did call you and uh, said, hey, we've got kids for you. Is that how that worked? So, yes, they placed us in a home. But before that, they communicated with us to try and see um, if other kids that they had found would work with our family. So sometimes I had to pull myself back because my desire to have more kids would take over on what was like best for the family. Um, I remember they emailed me about a little infant that had heart problems and would need it long-term. So I had to say, this is not something that you can take on right now. You have to pass it. And then I would get this guilt like, Uh, Oh man, what am I preventing this kid, you know, from having? Um, and then she would send me stuff with, you know, siblings. And I'd be like, I don't want to right now. You know, you just just want one. (laughs) Well, she ended up calling me and saying, I have, siblings and I'm like I'm gonna take it two two yes a six month old and almost three-year-old and um and it was about nine o'clock and I didn't they say that they call you right but you just you're still not prepared for it and um I think David was still at work it was like a day where he was there extra long and I'm like I don't have diapers or anything like we just we didn't get that stuff I called my neighbor and she's like I'll bring some stuff over she had littles um and then they brought the kids to the house. And at this point, I was pregnant at the time, but I wasn't. But you didn't know it? I did. Oh. Yeah. Because I was already certified. Once you're certified, then that's when they go Got ahead and it. start placing okay. kids in your home. Um, but I wasn't telling them because. You just never knew, huh? Yeah. I was like, well, what if it doesn't happen? Yeah. Then, you know, I don't want to mess. Because you were you too know. close. At yeah. This point, yeah. You just got, yeah. You know, so I was like, I'm just going um, to see how this goes. Yeah. We're just going to go with the flow with it. They place the kids in the home and... Are you supposed to tell them if you get pregnant or something? Or does it not even matter because it's like... Well, something that I learned that I didn't know, but I guess it makes sense, is if you are pregnant and you're taking in a kid, they want you... They, they told us that they want the kid that's in our home to be the youngest of the kids that are there because of attention. I got it. Okay. So... 
Makes sense. I knew that if I told them, They'd then like, they would cancel. say, no, because you, yeah. you, this baby, your baby is yeah. going to need all your attention. Mm -hmm. So, um, I felt very guilty about kind of keeping that on the deal. But again, with your history, yeah, you but, didn't know. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, but I yeah. I don't know. Like nothing's, you know, everything's, you know, kind of, you know. So on, much, so yeah, much. Yeah, a lot, a lot to um, go through. So, yeah, the kids were there maybe a couple weeks. So what what was, back backing up, what was the interaction between you and David, like, telling him you got pregnant this fourth time? Like, was it a shock? He was so, no, and I, I called him uh he was happy everybody was happy all the family was happy um but again that you know, yeah but everybody's still like and... okay you know yeah and they're just at this point they're just they're just gonna be like kind of silent about it you know um so what was his feelings on like we're pregnant should we just focus on that or he was okay oh he was he whole... was like no and that's the cool thing about him is sometimes i'll be like babe we're just gonna go with the flow with it and sometimes when i can't be that way then he's like babe this is, this is what it is. And we're going to make it work no matter what. Oh, that's amazing. So I was, I was freaking out like, oh, but if this baby's good and then I've got, you got two, two kids and then ones. I've got Alyssa, like mm -hmm. that's, that's a lot of kids, you know, that's not, that's mm -hmm. not what I planned. Um, but yeah, he was very much like, we're, we're just going to make it work. I'm curious with the kids yeah. coming, the six and month yes. old and the three year old, when they came into your house, when you first laid eyes on them, what was the, what was it like for you? Well, they walked in and all they had was their belongings in a trash bag. And, um, were they so like, well, more so probably they were freaked out. Yeah. Okay. Um, like, and they could have been freaked out cause we didn't look like them. They were yeah. white. <laughs> um, and they could have been freaked out because this was, didn't smell like anything that they had. Yeah. No, they were actually, um, pulled from their grandparents' house. Oh. So they would have already pulled from their caregivers, parents' house. And yeah. Interesting. Um, and at this point, when you get them, mm -hmm. you don't know their full history. Oh, you don't? No. No. You'll start getting that later. Oh, so well, all you I'm need... surprised they don't. Yeah. So well, they're learning to... it. They're learning uh, it. They're learning that. What's happening yeah. behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. so the, you... the... Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, so you knew that they were taken away from their parents' mm -hmm. home to the grandparents, mm -hmm. and something happened there where mm -hmm. they needed to be in someone else's care. Yes. Oh. So they couldn't stay with their grandparents. Yes. Okay. Huh. So. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. So they what had their stuff and, you know, and here I was with a six month old <laughs> who just cried. Oh, I mean, man. you could just tell that it, oh, it, was, it was just a lot for the little one. Um, and then the little boy was, he was struggling so much. He was scared. He was screaming all the time. I mean, I felt really bad for, <laughs> and I felt really bad for Alyssa because this is weird. Like, yeah. what do you, what did you do? Like, who are these kids, you know? Um, and even though y'all talked about it, she yeah. still wasn't, I mean, we you know, couldn't even, you can't even really be prepared for something like this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially too. Yeah. Like it's a lot of needs. So luckily she was at school and I could be with them at home, mm -hmm. um, and try and give them a little bit on one-on-one, -on -one. um, but I, they, so the social worker that's working with them is separate from the social worker that works with us. And she came to talk to see how they were doing. And I had already told David that. It was starting to get overwhelming. It was overwhelming, but I had this strong sense that these kids needed to be in a home 
where there weren't other kids, mm-hmm. that they were the only siblings. Um, they needed that a hundred percent and that, focus on that. Yes, and that there was a parent that was at least stayed at home, whether worked yeah. from home or not. Um, but that's what they needed, and yeah. I felt it so strongly. And it's like I could take them and raise them and do all that, but for the quality of life that they needed, yeah. it needed to be a different environment, especially with how young they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she came in and she asked how everything was, and I still didn't tell her I was pregnant. Um, but did you explain to her how you what you just said to mm-hmm, us? Mm-hmm. And what did what was her reaction? She was just like, okay, I'm sure she saw it yeah. in other ways. Yeah, I mean, it the kids probably would have scared somebody. Yeah, it was scary because you don't know their history. You, yeah. you don't. Yeah. Um, but you're you're mindful that they're being removed from an yeah. unhealthy environment. Uh, and you want to give them the best, but I, I just had it in my gut like this is this isn't right. And how do I how do I go along with this? So I called her and she was like, okay. And then I also told her I was pregnant. Okay, and what was she? And she was like, okay, well, <laughs> we're definitely not. Then. Yeah, then definitely not. And then I felt really bad, like kind of like guilty again. Yeah, I felt guilty, and then I felt like they were judging me hardcore. Um, so I packed all the kids' stuff. And she didn't know your history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your history no, she didn't know. Yeah. She and how far along were you them. at this point? Uh, it's still new, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. just maybe five First weeks. Trimester. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. It was in the same, like same out, month. So yeah. yeah and there was five, still six. a chance that you could possibly have another miscarriage mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you still were like, I need to tell her yes. and this is what's going to happen. Yes. Regardless if you had this baby though, you still had these thoughts about right. that these kids needed to have. Yes. Okay. And I had to put that in my brain mm-hmm. and like, I came to terms with that. Like yeah. no matter if I, if, if, if there, yeah, it, even if it, there was no other baby in my belly yeah. and it was just Alyssa, mm-hmm. they needed to be the only kids yeah. in that home yeah. to get the best That's quality good that of life. you recognize that, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I didn't want to so be selfish. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I brought them back, and it was so hard. And Oh, because you had to take them back. Mm-hmm. Oh, she made me take them back. But I wrote, like, this long letter on what I felt that would be best for them. And then oh, they nice. sent a letter and said they were closing our account because I was pregnant and wow. couldn't take the kids in. Oh, so they just like mm-hmm. dismissed everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow, now, harsh. do you know any anything of them? Like if where no. they are? Mm-mm. Nothing. No. Yeah. I just. And hope. did you get attached to them? Oh yeah. That's oh, yeah. crazy. That process. Mm-hmm. How that all works. Um, wow. Okay. So now let's move focus yeah. on this child. This yes. third, actually fourth pregnancy. Yeah. Successful. It was. Good. Um, <laughs> I had, Yay. I was, yes, I was not put on bed rest, but I had to see a, um, a specialist on the side of seeing my own. So it was like weekly. I had my own doctor, but then I was going to this other specialist for high risk pregnancies weekly. Um, and I got, um, ultrasounds for each time just so that they could make sure everything was good. I was not put on bed rest. Um, did you feel much better with this pregnancy? I did, but I had morning like, sickness. Uh, um, and, but I was like, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Like if this just means, yeah, yeah if, if I get morning sickness the whole time, like I will be okay. Um, discuss with my doctor about options. Um, and she said that I could get um, a cerclage, which yes. is where they uh, t- uh, sew up your cervix at 12 weeks. But they have to put you to ensure that yes, that it doesn't yes. And no I was like, way. yes, I did not know that that was a thing. What's yeah. it called? Sir Yeah, 
And I was oh, like, uh, she said, you have to be put under. And I'm like, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Can we think about something else? She said, well, wow. if you can make the 12th week, crazy. then we won't, then we won't do it. Um, but I did look into that. Yeah. Is that a common thing? That? Maybe for mis- multiple miscarriages? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But well, that's another thing that nobody had ever yeah, said. Well, um, yeah. So well, you went to the specialist. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, um, I did start taking progesterone, um, pills. I could take shots, but I don't like shots, so I had to take it daily. I had to go to a special store to get the medicine, and I had to take it daily, and it made me sick on top of my own sickness. Um, but I was like, I'll take it. Oh my gosh. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, I carried him full term and healthy baby. And at what point were you like, or or did you not even get to this point where you were just like? Like uh, yeah, like I'm gonna have this baby. I'm not scared. I'm not yeah. worried anymore that he might, I might miscarry. Like more of a reality. Yeah, it's, it's still, it was still in the back of my head. Even now, like we've decided not to have any more kids. But when I think about if we decided or if it pops in my head, I on the back of my head, it, the possibility of miscarriage is high for me. Um, and so it it will always be there, unfortunately. Um. But the way I approach it is a little bit differently. Uh, but yeah, he, um, it, yeah, it, it was it was a crazy pregnancy. It was it was so easy compared to that. But I did have I did have it in the back of my head. I tried to just kind of go with it, yeah. um, listen to my body, and communicate my fears and stuff with uh, my doctor, and just tried to go with it and yeah. see where it led me. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for the question. Yeah. Well, I want to know, sorry, what if, if you have other women out there, have you actually shared your story with other women who've gone through this? Yes. And what do you tell them? I tell them that it feels better to talk about it Mm -hmm. as opposed to thinking about it by yourself. It's a very lonely place. Mm -hmm. Um, there's groups now, there's groups on Facebook and there's therapy and all this stuff, support groups that they weren't around back then. And if they were, it was, I don't know who yeah, got to know about it. Minimal. Yeah. Um, and so even, not even just with miscarriage, but there should be open discussion about pregnancy in general or women's issues in general. Yeah. Um, because most likely somebody you know has gone through it. Yeah. Well, and maybe they haven't said it. Women. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And I've the more I talk about it, um, especially people who are going through infertility, mm-hmm. the more that they're like, oh, okay. I didn't know. You and know, I didn't know that this is get yeah. the support that they yeah. need. Well, I think it's it's very important because I mean we're told that the likelihoods of miscarriage um slimming down to being none is like that safety mark is after mm-hmm. the uh first trimester but even then it kind of sucks because you're going through so much like i mean i know some women are just like you know they just have amazing pregnancies don't even know they're pregnant mm-hmm. but there's other that feel these symptoms that are going through hormonal mm-hmm. changes and they can't talk about it because it's like shh like you're not pregnant yet to the world yeah. because yeah. we don't say that yeah. and then or, so, or you're supposed to just enjoy it like this is part of being pregnant yeah yeah so it's it's hard Mm -hmm. so i'm glad that you're you know you shared with us thank you yeah Yeah. thank you so much really appreciate that um how long ago i'm sorry was this this was uh when i 
got pregnant? Well, the miscarriages again? 2007. So 12 years ago. Yeah. You still think about it daily. Oh, yeah. And just tattoos. Yes. That's what that is? Yes. Tattoos to, resu- to resemble. Yes. To, I, what's the I've got, um, yes, Remind. in memory. In memory. Honor. Yeah. You, um, two of them are for my babies that um, are here. Okay. And then two of them are for the ones that I did lose. So I, I figure do something that's in celebration um, so that it kind of makes me yeah. smile and think about them in kind of a positive, positive way. But yeah, I think about how old they would be. I think about the personalities that they would have, mm-hmm. um, who they would look like. Yeah. Um, and then do you also talk to Julian and Alyssa about this too? And do are, are they aware that you... Yes, that this happened uh, to you? Alyssa more so than Julian. Right. And Alyssa, I think I barely told her about it a couple of years ago. She had brought up miscarriages she had heard, I don't know. And I was like, now's a good time to tell her, you know. And I told her and she just was like, really? And I'm like, yeah. Actually, good point. Um, you're talking to her about it. She's 14. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's not, hopefully, not going to have any kids anytime soon. <laughs> right. But the possibility, you know, if she decides that, yes, she wants to have kids someday, mm-hmm. the fact that she knows that you went through this, I mean, that's awesome that mm-hmm. you are able to provide her this firsthand experience right, exactly. and to educate her yes. into going into this so she knows what possibly could happen mm-hmm. to her mm-hmm. should she decide to get pregnant yes. later on down the road. So it's really awesome. Definitely. Yeah. But. Thank you. And, yeah, thank of course. you. Really yeah. appreciate uh, it. Any last messages for anyone? Just going um, through crazy thoughts, feeling alone. Just, you know, if you've got a spouse or a significant other, you know, communicate with them. I'm even though it's been 12 years, I'm communicating more than I have, and we'll have like crying sessions. <laughs> um, and I, I think I wanted to be strong, even though I, I didn't allow myself to. Even though I said I went through it. It's kind of like you're letting yourself go through it, but like to really, really grieve, like to really, really grieve. And um, but I learned so much. I learned so much about my body. Um, I'm taking care of it in a different way um, with, you know, different kind of love um, because of because I know what it can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and although I had, you know, two miscarriages, it's still amazing, you know. Because I know, like, a lot of people will, like you said, feel that blame, like, it's me, it's mm-hmm. me, so. Oh, I, I felt disgusting in my body, yeah. Just, well, just, just, just knowing that it's not like you, mm-hmm. you know, and not to, not to put the blame on you, and if you need to seek a specialist. I had wished that I had take, you know, done some sort of therapy, honestly. I healed on my own. I listened to music that would make me cry. I would, <laughs> I took up running. Um, I did a lot of writing. Did you think of going to therapy back then or were you just no. like, it would no, just wasn't, it wasn't, no, and it should be, it's a mourning, it's a loss. It's a, in, in, it should have been offered. Not only that, but with therapy, there's a stigma that's like, it's, it's, oh, so bad. Yeah. To go you're to. Mm-hmm. yeah like, mm-hmm. oh, there's something mentally wrong with you, right. which I totally don't believe. And I think that that's something that we absolutely need to touch on in another mm-hmm. episode, but, um, I think everyone should go see a therapist, mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. No matter what. Yep. But yes. topic for another day. So <laughs> track. But thank you, Maria, again very much thank for you. sharing your story, yes. and it's hopefully this uh, helps somebody out there. Definitely. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank Have you. a great day. Bye. We'll see you in the next episode. Yep.